everybody. Happy Halloween, kinda. This is our Halloween week episode, right? It is. Did I do the math right? I think so. I think so. Cool. You're going to be getting it sometime around Halloween. It's either going to be the week of, week after. Probably depends on whether you're subscribed to the Patreon or not. Who knows? <laughs> sometimes I can do math, sometimes I can't. This is Fried Squirms. I'm Tyler. I'm Danny. And we got Steven back with us. Steven. Hi, Hi friends. <laughs> For a very special episode where we're not going to talk about one movie, we're going to talk about a bunch of movies. You've been listening to us for a while. You might remember last year when we did Halloween 3, Season of the List. Well, we're doing that again. Part 2? Yeah, I was trying to see <laughs> if I could come up with like a good name for it, but yeah. I, I got nothing. Halloween 3's Season of the List. Part 2. Right. <laughs> Part two. The squeakle. I like it. I like it. Before we get into all that, and that's going to be a lot of this, we have already all started smoking weed, so we should probably talk about our green hits, because this is Fried Squirms, and we're here to get stoned and talk about horror movies. So, I know you told me off mic already once, but Stephen, what am I lighting up right now? That is some orange cookies. From my local haunt that I go to, Home Tree here in Missoula. I'm enjoying. It's um, one of my favorites that they have there. It is a hybrid. I know that it is definitely crossed with Girl Scout cookies. And I want to say that if my memory is serving me correctly, it is uh, a cross with a tangy of some sort. Okay. That sounds good to me. That's all I got. And it gets me high and I like it. Sweet. And the other one? White Girl Becky. Amazing. Which the lovely bud tender at Home Tree, Gabby, who is just always, always sweet and always has the best fucking taste for what I like, recommended to me. And I have not gotten a chance to try it until today. That'll probably be second up for me and some white girl Becky. Definitely a sativa. Yeah. That's all I got. Hell yeah. What's this, Danny? All right. (laughs) This is the strain I've brought over, I think, more than once at this point, but... This is Euphoria from our friends over at Flower. And with that being said, this is a sativa-dominant hybrid. The information I got on this is it is a an Amsterdam Dutch passion company bred from the early 2000s. It comes from um, some skunk strains. Anywho, with this one, it does help people with anxiety and stress and things of that nature. Being that it is a hybrid, it does have some of those characteristics of indica, like the humulene, terpene, and things of that nature. It also exhibits... The limonene, myrcene, karyophyllene, of course. And yeah, this one over at Flower, it's topping out somewhere around 24%. Okay. It's delicious. I, that's what I started with right now. Nice. It is it is quite smooth. I'm, I'm very much enjoying this. Hell yeah. And I already kind of alluded to it, but what I brought today was some, uh, some of the good old classic Montana silver tip. Probably been on this podcast more than any other strain because it is my favorite. It's awesome. I was going to bring you some, but I had a feeling you were going to have it. You know, champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. I knew you guys were going to be here, and when I saw that it was on the menu, I was like, let's do it up. Let's go some silver tip. (laughs) GDP crossed with super silver haze, nice down-the-middle hybrid, great berry profiles for the flavors. Like I said, I've brought it up more times than I think any other strain on this show. God, I love me some silver tip. So, also as a reminder, we got the Patreon going, www.patreon.com slash fried squirms. At even the lowest level of a dollar a month, you could have got this last week. 
whatever week it is you're listening to. I mean, look, you might listen to this far in the future, then it would actually be like 15 weeks ago or something like that. <laughs> but you get what I'm trying to put down when I say this. Can I say something as a longtime listener? And I'm saying this to you, Stephen, in the future, who's definitely going to be listening to this episode. <laughs> Pause the fucking episode and go subscribe to the goddamn Patreon. It's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. You just get too high all the time every time you listen to this and forget to do it. So just pause the podcast. Come back to it. We'll wait. We'll be here smoking. We'll be here. You can even probably have a bowl when you do it. Just come back. And then, because I always forget. And every time I listen, I think I should do that. (laughs) So please, just sign up. It's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. And then there's even higher ones where you can do fucking cool shit on Discord. Right. I mean, the thing that we do all the time that I just want to point out, you go to that middle level, we have the look back episodes now. And that's been a lot of fun. Gradually going back through our old catalog, some of these movies we haven't seen in years. Some of them were a lot better at watching movies now. Absolutely. It sounds weird to say, but when you've seen enough movies, at a certain point, you become better at it. Almost by default. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's been a lot of fun getting to go back through. Patreon.com slash fried squirms. Let's get past that part. I'm ready to get to all these lists because this is going to be a lot of fun. And that means we don't have a guts and bolts. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Guts and bolts is that we decided to do this? Yay. Yeah, we are the who and what went in the making of this episode. (laughs) So we'll take a quick break and we'll come back to uh, find out all of this shit. There's a bunch of different things. A bunch of different categories. It's going to be fun. Fried squirms. All right, here we are. I suppose while we had a, a break, we could have talked about how we were going to go about this. <laughs> but, eh, fuck it. Yeah. We'll do a live. <laughs> so, I guess kind of like last year where it was just me and Danny coming up with categories. Same thing, except I think we all brought, what, four questions to the table? Yeah. What order do we want to do these? I think that's the biggest question. It's easy enough just to bring this up and do it. And also, I want to get this out of the way real quick. I almost feel guilty not inviting Zach along because I feel like this is just going to be a horror-based, long-form version of Word (laughs) Balloons, our other podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So, part three? We'll have Zach on? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. Zach doesn't have answers to these questions. But that's the thing is, I would be very interested in his answers to these questions. That's the thing I love is, like, finding interesting horror takes from everybody. Like, the Mm -hmm. real gore hounds, but also, like, the people who are like, I don't like horror, but this movie scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why it is nice having, you know, varying opinions on it. So, I guess, like I said, how do we want to do this? I'm not opposed to any... Any, should we just anyway? go? Should we go down the the chat order? That works for That's me. Fine. Yeah. All right. That means Danny, yours comes first. You're four. Let's start with the most overrated and underrated horror movies. <laughs> I know this is going to be one of those. Is like ah, uh, you don't want to step on on people's feelings and stuff. But it's like it's it's subjective anyway. And also, like overrated does not mean bad. No, exactly. No. It just means exactly. that in your opinion, it's just a little too popular for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And that's how Precisely. I framed it. It's like I have three overrateds and I have three underrateds. Yep. Right. All of my underrateds are not necessarily. I'm saying are like these should be like cinematic masterpieces. Right. I'm just saying like these are movies that I think 
more people. They need know to be in the conversation. Them. Exactly. Um, and some of the uh, my overrated is like these are talked about too much, in my opinion, for what else is out there at this point. Yeah, I like that. So no, you set parameters for how you're going to mm-hmm. answer that question. I feel like my parameters are pretty much the same for it too. I'll start with my overrated. Yeah, yeah. I got a three, two, one. I think in this order. Some of these questions, I, it's more that I was able to think of like three things, and so I threw them all down. This one, <laughs> I think this is actually like my number three, my number two, my number gotcha, one. Gotcha. Three, bone tomahawk. Okay. I knew you were gonna pick this one. <laughs> you know, I I came close to putting that on the list. I really did. Great movie. Yeah, I agree. Like it's not a fun, bad movie. interesting western. Yes. But it gets brought up all the fucking time, really especially does. in the different horror groups that we're a part of. I don't get it. Like, I even had somebody bring it up to me this week. They're like, it oh, yeah, Bone Tomahawk. It was fucking this and that. And I'm like, it has some cool kills, but like, right. it's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number two, solid. The Conjuring. I get it. It's solid. <laughs> it's so generic. It's like the best done generic doesn't mean it's not generic i need you to remind me which one that one is that uh, is the couple with uh is it patrick uh was it patrick wilson and vera from they're the the mediums okay ghost hunters the, yes basically it, it, it's in the annabelle franchise right yeah yeah, yeah. or universe yeah, exactly mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah 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 uh it's fine yeah. i get why you say it's generic i needed you to remind me about it yeah way overrated Makes it in the top ten of way too many horror lists because we look at these listicles all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I know we've mentioned that in the past, like, but we'll sit there and we'll be like, uh, oh, I wonder what this says. Oh, we're having a hard time thinking of this. Oh, how about we take a look at these? Yeah, I'll just scour through like forty listicles. Yeah, I mean, some of them are pretty good, and then there's a lot that are like, <laughs> ah, yeah, generic. I think I think even a lot of the other stuff in that franchise are better than that one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one most overrated. Partially because I think too many people haven't went back to rewatch it, and just their nostalgia holds it in too high of regard. Fucking Ringu. Oh, that's solid. I can't say I've ever seen it. So, fucking any of them actually. The that's Japanese a, ring is boring. Yeah, it's a <sighs> weird journalist story. <laughs> yeah, it's. I know it's it's that one we talked about too, like for the time period and, and if you're into that particular subgenre, it's gonna be like Oh, that just pissed somebody off. Me saying that pissed somebody like, off. Like and I get that. It's like ah, uh, but it same thing for me. Like uh, that kind of stuff doesn't really hit home for me at all. Like if I, I was younger, yes. I get why it comes up in the conversation. It's it started a whole like there was a huge yeah, J horror kick. Huge J horror kick after like, I, that. I get that. I've never seen it. Do yourself a favor. Just watch the Gore Verbinski. Yeah. yeah. It's so much more interesting. And it's still the same story. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Huh? That's my overrated. All right. You just let's go, go like, yeah, let's go around and come back around to underrated. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll go with mine. I'll go ahead and give you my overrated. So this is in, in no particular order. It's just a way that they came to me when I was thinking about them. Uh, so the first one for me was the Belco experiment. Okay. You know, it, it was hyped that up. one also gets weirdly hyped. Yeah, still, so I've I've seen it brought up. Good places. cast. I mean, it's solid idea. Like the idea is solid. Isn't there it's a production team behind it that's interesting? 
probably. Yeah, but oh, I, uh, I feel like it's got someone to perhaps. Bring. Isn't that a James Gunn movie or exec, uh, or produced or something? Did he write that or like maybe he did? I think he might be right to some extent. Bro- the, his brother, something maybe? like Scott that. Gunn. I don't remember. I'd have to look that shit up again. I feel like that might be why it comes up, it, or people find it. Is there some someone interesting in the development who does other cool shit? Well, stop right. finding it because Mayhem's better. Exactly, <laughs> it's, got, yeah. it's got a better cast. What Smart Beating and uh, Steven Yeun? Uh, Steven Yeun. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, that movie's way better. <laughs> yeah, a lot more fun. Uh, second one, interestingly enough, with Tyler, uh, The Conjuring. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I was like, all right. And uh, the third one I had on my list is one we haven't reviewed, but it fits kind of in the mold of the films that like really don't do it for me is Paranormal Activity. Oh. You know, I dug the first one. I've watched the first four. Fuck that franchise. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> the ah. first one, I can get behind from the standpoint of having... I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I went to uh, the School of Media Arts here, so mm-hmm. I took a lot of film filmmaking classes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my main main focus. I was more on the 3D, 3D animation stuff. But, like, knowing the budget and the time and, like, the idea behind it, I think it's very innovative. Absolutely. Absolutely. But also completely fucking unrepeatable. So... Quit repeating it. Exactly. Five million times. <laughs> And that's kind of what I get. It's like the ideas and the technicalities, all that stuff is, is awesome. But like so those kind of films don't really do anything for me. It's like, because yeah. I don't really buy into it in the first place. But And there's a lot better other like haunted house movies yeah. and mm-hmm. a lot other better like found footage. Totally agree. Horror. And all those premises. Wreck immediately comes to mind. The Spanish one. God, I yeah. still haven't watched Wreck. Um, I know, we've talked about it. There's several like... I haven't gotten into, uh, like, was it uh, Hell House, LLC, and then there's VHS, so it's series like that. I think even Feast or something like mm-hmm. that series, so yeah. yeah. Oh, that's me. That's I, you. I, I, I do <laughs> the overrated ones now. So, I also have, uh, starting from the bottom to the top, Black Phone. Oh, I still haven't watched it. I've been hearing good things about it, but I remember the trailer looking meh. I overhyped myself on it, personally. I love, I love Ethan Hawke. Well, Ethan Hawke's great. He's always great. Daybreakers is fantastic. Boyhood, a bunch of other movies Mm -hmm. that he's done. Uh, But it's written based on a short story by um, Joe Hill, Hill, which I love Lock and Key. I loved Horns. I loved um, Nosferatu. I really need to read more Joe Hill because the only one I've read is Heart Shaped Box, and it's one of the few novels that, like, once I picked it up, I didn't put it down. Like, I read it till I finished it. Have you? Lock and Key's great. If you haven't read it, I'll loan it to you. But I fucking love Joe Hill, so I was very prepped to um, very much like it. I also liked the director of it, and there was a bunch of other things about it that I was very excited for. And it kind of just underperformed for me, based on everything there. I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is okay. And then there's an ending that just... Did not work for me personally. No. And I know it's entirely just like a me thing. Not that it's a bad ending. I think that it just like really did not stick the landing in my opinion. There's a thing that just like, ooh. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> my number two, having just rewatched it in preparation of watching all of the franchise was Halloween. Oh, okay. Halloween and I. It, uh, wow. <laughs> Hot take. Good, great, fantastic slasher movie. Kind of boring. 
there's other slasher movies that I like. I I think Black Christmas is better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think, not I think you're thing. right. I don't know how many people are ready for that discussion. I know but. there are probably people seething right now. <laughs> and okay, so I, I know, and then I like, it but now. like, let's just be real here. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is a hundred percent an iconic classic, without a doubt. Yes, but yes, but also a little bit overhyped, and that just like it comes up in the conversation every fucking Halloween because it's called Halloween. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It spawned a huge franchise. They're still making movies. People are coming back to it. I get it. The soundtrack is fucking fire. You know, I, I don't. I don't have a. Uh, I'm okay. An argument mm-hmm. with you. I don't need to come okay. back to it ever again. And then I know this other one is definitely going to be very much a. This is there's going to be there's going to be people <laughs> who listening who are going to be upset. All right. But this is entirely a personal opinion because I am yeah, I, I am just a white dude apparently. That's so the story just doesn't work for me. But to Palma's carry. Okay. Well, okay. Like. There's a lot of weird 70s editing to it that just, like, doesn't work for me. <laughs> There's one in particular, maybe. Um, <laughs> De Palma it, trying to be a giallo all the time. God, it does. No matter really what kind of story he's doing. And, yeah, just, like, <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It just doesn't right, work yeah. for me. And, I like, I don't get it. And, like, I know so many people who bring it up as, like, a really great, really great horror movie. And I'm just like, no, thank you. So that's that's my number one most overrated. Yeah, I like that. Okay. And like, in all honesty, I fucking love De Palma as a as a director. Like, Blowout is super intense and super fucking like fraught with tension. Yeah, that is actually a really good film. Travolta. Flip it. Underrated. Do you want I'll, to go counterclockwise, I'll, or do you want to go back around? Yeah, let's flip it. Yeah, I let's. Like it. Okay. Like you start, and we'll come back around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for my underrated, I uh, started. But then my number three, it is less of a horror and more of a thriller, but holy shit, do more people need to see it because it's a very fucking awesome take on a home invasion movie. It is called Wait Until Dark. It is from uh, 1967, directed by Terrence Young. It has, oh shit, Audrey Hepburn. Okay. I think it's Audrey Hepburn. And... Man, I'm always forgetting his name, but another great, um, uh, like a super young uh, version of an actor who's like a great character actor. But basically, circumstances causes this blind woman to have a doll in her house that has is filled with heroin, and people are trying to break in and steal it from her, and she is being terrorized by them because hmm. there's someone in her house and she doesn't know, and then she does know, and it's very fucking great. Wow. My number two most underrated is The Devil's Backbone. Guillermo oh, del Toro. Okay. Guillermo. Um, Guillermo uh, it doesn't come up enough for me when people talk about ghost movies. And it is beautiful and haunting, and I love it. And then my number one is, is Night of the Living Dead, the 1990 Tom Savini remake. Yeah, dude. That one's so good. It's so fucking good. I personally prefer it more... Mm-hmm. Than the original, personally, from the standpoint of I love the the changes they make to the ending. Yeah, it works so much better for me. Plus, Tom Savini. Yeah, Tom Savini. I know, right? And I like, agree. I was seeing it like getting some hate online. In all honesty, I was like, no, thank you, not in my house. <laughs> we do not do that around here. <laughs> not like it. Those those are all good films, man. All right, uh, Danny. So I'm gonna go with a George Romero film. It's one I've talked about several times, but I love Martin, his take on like a modern vampire film. 
Oh, yeah. That one, I know it, it's it's more cultish now, but it's still one that people need to see, especially if you're a fan already of Romero. All right, and then moving on, it's a, a film, early 2000s film we've reviewed. I still think a lot of people haven't seen it, and they need to see it because it's slept on so many times. It's Frailty. Oh, shit. I love Frailty. Frailty is so good. Okay. You know, little Bill Paxson I, I haven't seen it. See, being slept on is so good. I, I'm sorry. I won't say anything. I'll, I'll put it in the queue. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. And uh, an Italian film, another one that we've reviewed, is uh, Cemetery Man. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like when you think Del of Morte, Italian. Del yeah, you don't really think about, you know, that's, yeah, there's some like surrealism and things like that. But this one, it's a little different take on it. And uh, I like it because it's it's layered. It has, I don't know, ambiguity. So it has multiple meanings to different people, depending on how you want to interpret it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoy that film. Hell yeah. Uh, sweet. My underrated. I, I did my overrateds in a particular order. This is no particular. This was like, I just got, I got to think of some. Yeah. I, I know I got some. So I think this one kind of gets not brought up because it's a remake and people don't like to give good remakes their due because there's not a lot of them, but Fede Alvarez is fucking evil dead. Oh, fucking fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. Most of the time when I talk to people about that movie, they have a favorable opinion of it, but it's not being brought up in conversation the way it should be. You are a hundred percent right. Nobody talks about that movie. It only comes up when, like, in the conversation of Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and you are continuing that conversation. Right. But it's it's a you're it's a long walk to get there. I guess my number two, even though I'm not no particular order, Near Dark. Mm. Hell yeah! Love Great movie vampire too. movie, fucking vampire western. Yeah, dude. Catherine yes. Bigelow. Yes. Let's do it. A Bill Paxton? <laughs> I was about to say Bill Pullman because I always get them backwards. <laughs> um, yeah, Lance, Lance Henriksen. I mean, half the cast of Aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Exactly. Excellent pick. And uh, my number one, I feel like it gets a lot of critical acclaim. It's not talked about much by the more general public. And I think it needs, even despite the critical acclaim, I think it needs to be brought out of as being just thought of as a good horror movie and talked about as being one of the best films I've ever fucking seen. Also, people don't like to give that to animation. Perfect Blue. Dude, that movie's so good. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, fucking yes. Satoshi Kon is... I don't have the words to do him justice. He is a legend, and that movie is fucking mind-blowing. So good. I'm mad I didn't choose it for my list now. Because <laughs> also, you were right. People don't give animation its due. And two, fuck yeah. You know what? It's hard to disagree with, with any of those answers. I was going to ask you, you gentlemen, if either one of you had any honorable mentions. I do. Yes. Uh, people Under the Stairs. Okay. For over, under? For under. You have an over? I don't have an honorable mention for over. I'm going to bump all mine down to honorable mentions and make my whole list perfect blue now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I've, I've got uh, just a few because I didn't go, you know, mm-hmm. crazy with it. So I went Children of the Corn and the Strangers for my overrated. Okay. And for my underrated, Kill List and Coherence. 
Because mm. I feel like both of those need to be talked about mm-hmm. a little bit more in general. Coherence. I would say coherence for sure. Like, I love Kill List, but, like, I'm way behind coherence being talked about more. Yeah, Remind yeah. me which one that is. That, that I'm, it's I'm, the dinner, dinner party. party. Oh, yes. That would be fucking cool as shit. That was a recommendation from our friend uh, Alex Vitalzo. I love that movie, uh, yeah. but I always forget it because of its name being just, like, coherence. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really stick out as, like, a horror slash sci-fi slash thriller, you know, but, man, woof. Oh, very good choice. Really, really enjoy that. So, yeah. All right. Also, so now we got... Kill list. Yeah. Another two-part. We got faves from your youth and then into adulthood. Let's just bounce it back and All forth right. again. I'll, I'll start with like my youth. Man, this was fucking tough. <laughs> no, right. This was so fucking tough. First <laughs> off, like, I've talked about it some. I didn't... When I was real young, most of my horror intake was reading, not movies. Like, that didn't really start hitting hard till more, like, my teens. Like, I did, I've did. i definitely seen some before that, and I've talked about some of the movies that I saw when I was young and stuff. But it was also just like, when does my youth start? Like, Yeah. So... When does my youth end? Yeah. <laughs> that, too. But I, I, I felt like I've, I put three together that even, like, young Tyler would have agreed on. Like, super young and not just, yeah. like, later teen Tyler. Gremlins. Mm. Enough said. It's a Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What more can you say? Also, my Gizmo toy was one of my favorite growing up. <laughs> Likewise. We just talked about it very recently. Transylvania 65000. Nice. Hell yeah. Fucking love that movie. Um, I mentioned, like, I talked about it on that show. Like, that was the one that was kind of mine. Even when I tried to get my friends into it, they were like, eh, it's fine. And I was like, but guys, no, look, it's, and it's so funny. And, and, uh, <laughs> John Carpenter's Vampires. Nice. I fucking love Vampire Hunters, just in general. And that movie it's was a such movie. a fun, like, stylized not really stylized but it's like more realistic but kind of like almost bounty hunter fucking vampire killers yeah it's fun so it was very it was a lot easier to be like oh i could just grow up to be one of these guys rather than being like i could grow up to be blade (laughs) no i can't (laughs) oh you can't damn it but i could grow up to be james woods which sounds worse now at the time, it was a good call. <laughs> right. It, maybe his character. Yeah. I just him. watched that movie relatively recently for the first time, and holy shit, does he have a lot of penis innuendo throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. It's just oh, like, yeah, hey, yeah. look at my crossbow. That's a uh, metaphor for my giant dick. Yeah. Hey, look at this other thing I'm holding. That's a metaphor for my giant dick. You got a little wood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Is that right? I got a lot of wood. So there's my youths. Nice. Yeah, so once again, I don't put these in any particular order. It's just how they fancied me. But um, if I was, yeah, thinking about my youth and reflecting upon it, would I have a different opinion on, on the films I've chosen now? I'm like, no, nah, these these are the ones I kind of like the foundational ones that stuck to me were uh, Evil Dead Part 2. Okay. For me, like, solidified my love for horror. Mm-hmm. One that my family, we still watch it a lot. It's a favorite amongst all of us is uh, The Lost Boys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we love that movie. And uh, another vampire movie I grew up watching. Like, love this movie. Anytime it came on, especially when I was really young, I was like, I couldn't wait. <laughs> it was uh, Fright Night. 
Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That movie. Good that call. Movie, that movie's great. Yeah. Those, those were the Another that, like, good remake that never gets brought up. Stole yeah. the worst from my mouth. I was about to say that. I fuck it. Great cast. Fucking yeah, David Tennant. film. Colin Farrell. First? Yeah. Colin, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Farrell. Who, I thought, killed it. He did a good job. Like, like I, he I, felt I, like a predator the entire time. Yeah. Like, yes. it's, it's a great cast. Great cast. Right? Yeah. Oh, great. Love yeah, it. So those, those, to me, like, were the ones that encompassed my youth. Mm-hmm. Humperdinck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Steven, youth. And see, this was a challenging one for me in that I was a bit of a scaredy cat as a child. I didn't watch a lot of horror, um, and so it was it was a bit of a struggle to think back on what what I would count as a horror. And, like, I have a couple honorable mentions that came to mind immediately, but I'm going to put them in the honorable mention category simply because they're television, and that would be Tales from the Crypt, the cartoon mm, show. That's awesome. That's a good one. And the X Files, which legitimately scared the shit out of me. As we're bringing up uh, honorable mentions that are TV, I'm going to throw in my honorable mention of the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes cartoon. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Nice. (laughs) And then, so for my list, I have the Disney Channel original movie Under Wraps. Mm. Nice. Um, Which apparently they did a remake recently. Wild. I fell down a rabbit hole. It's a whole licensing issue because Under Wraps, the original, has this on cable distribution still That's and it couldn't be on Disney Plus, so they made a new version that they could then have on Disney Plus. Wow. That's this crazy. also reminds me of something else, and I'm truly wondering now if Dizzy Channel Original Friendship is still going. It's a podcast. That's a good question. I oh. do not know. That you remember? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh. yeah, that's a good I question. I wonder if they're still going. Huh. And then my number two is the Lost Boys. I'm oh, right there nice. with you. Hell yeah. Love that. Love that sax solo. Love the you're eating worms, Michael. Yeah, it's so many for me like scenes that stand yeah. Out. There's so many things that are just live in my head rent free. Fucking Corey Haim mm-hmm. or Feldman. I'm my, Feldman was the one of the Frog Brothers. Mm-hmm. Haim is, is the brother of Michael. Oh, they were both in that, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that about it. Okay. Yes. The Corys. The Corys. The Corys. Yeah. They were um, inseparable. <laughs> okay, nice. Then I wasn't wrong. They were both in it. And then my number one was uh, The Craft. Nice. Oh, shit. Nice. So good call. Good. Yeah. Good definitely, pull. definitely a movie I saw way, like, this year it came out, and I was way too young to see it. Like, definitely something my oldest brother showed me. And just like, well, this is terrifying. No, that's, Light that's as a feather, answer. stiff as a board. Light as a feather, <laughs> stiff as a board. Yeah, that was popular. <laughs> All right, well, now you get to also switch over to adulthood. Oh, and then, okay, so my adulthood was a lot easier. My number one. I feel like my adulthood was easier, but it could also switch day to day depending on when you ask me. That's, a, that's solid. I feel like two of these are solidified till I die. And that is Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. that's so good. And it likes, like, literally, I'll put it on any time of year, but it's also, like, a yearly requirement around Halloween for me, which reminds me, I need to do that. And then my other one is John Carpenter's The Thing. Ooh. Solid. Never disappoints. Always, always great. Very solid. Um, And then my one that I think could change is From Death's Till Dawn. Ooh. Having recently rewatched it, I love it. I love it so it's much. It's so good, right? It never disappoints. That mid-act twist is just... 
I even know it's coming, and it's still fucking beautiful. Maybe the best mesh of Tarantino and Rodriguez. Without a doubt. It's like that tonal shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then perfect. Tom Savini making his cameo as mm-hmm. uh, Love Machine. That is so awesome. Um, uh, plus S- Salma Hayek. Yeah. Fucking George Clooney. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got Tarantino in it. It's right. great. Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Juliette Lewis. Michael Parks. <laughs> yeah. There's so many people. It's fantastic. Michael Parks' son, because he's always in movies with Michael. I feel like it, day. I feel like other movies could make an argument to push that off on my list, but I feel like that movie could easily make an argument to get pushed right back in. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right, adulthood, Danny. All right, so this swings back over to me. All right, so in my adulthood, oh man, this is this is fun because of how very you know, like how differing they are from our childhoods. Uh, so with mine, and like once again, no particular order. First one I wrote down was The Wicker Man. Like, okay. I feel like had I watched that as a kid, I would have been bored out my wits because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> right? But right. watching it as an adult and catching all the symbolism. All just the details, yeah, the creepiness just, of the town. Oh, man, it's just like, ah. <laughs> to me, it's... It's one. Of, it, to me, it's almost a perfect film. Mm-hmm. And Nick Cage is great in it. You read my mind. Just punching out everybody. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> punching out Lily Sobieski. Gosh. <laughs> All right. So uh, the second one I wrote down is a film I actually got to see with uh, one of our friends, Patrick, and his nephew. And I'm glad I saw it in the theater because I don't I think know what you're about to say. I don't think it would have hit the same how I watched it by myself at home is Hereditary. That one just, it kind of gobsmacked me when I saw it in the theater because I wasn't really expecting, I don't know, like some of the emotional stuff that it carries with it and that kind of story that was woven into it. So, anywho. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, that one, too, it, it's so divisive, too. Am I, <laughs> among people, and, uh, you know, I'm on one side and I'm okay with that. All right. And... Another divisive film, man, but I have a love for it. And it's one I saw with my brother just flipping through the channels late one night, stoned. House of a Thousand Corpses. I love that film, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anybody Dr. says. Yeah, that movie's so Dr. much fun. Yeah, I like. I have no bones to pick about that film. I don't care what people say. I like it. To piggyback <laughs> off of that, the first one I wrote down is House of a Thousand <laughs> Corpses. As soon, I was like, favorite as an adult. Well, I can throw on House of a Thousand yeah. Corpses at any time, That's how I feel any about time it. of year, and enjoy the fuck out of it. Just, it's hard not to like quote alongside the movie because I know all the lines, I know, I know what's right? coming. I will say it's my favorite of Rob Zombie's movies, although I unfortunately came to the realization that I, I like Rob Zombie as a creator more than I like most of his work. Right. That's okay. That's fair. Um, I I just watched uh, Halloween, Halloween Two. Well, of course you're <laughs> you're gonna have a bad taste in your mouth. I I've seen his other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but I like, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. I, that, I, that's I, when I, you just rinse that with so House ha- of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Yeah. I'm so happy he's making stuff. And the monsters. But I think I, I, I think I, the monsters I do need to watch still. I feel like that's going to be a, a thing that I might really enjoy. Yeah, dude, you're going to like the monsters because I've liked I've liked what uh, what episodes of the monsters I've seen. The original yeah, series, so sweet. My number two, man. Our list is similar, but just a little bit different because I'm going midsummer. Oh, nice! <laughs> Hell yeah! Ooh, I like it. 
I fucking love that movie. Almost in a weird way because of like, almost like your Wicker Man things. Because yeah. it's just, it's the love letter to the Wicker Man in a, in a big and way. it's so beautiful. And, and it's also, so pretty. Plus I love man. drugs. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's <laughs> gotta give it to, up to a horror movie that can be as terrifying as that one. In the day In the well. day. In the, just in the super bright ass day. Yeah. Great cast. Another one we saw in the theater. I was about to say, was great fun. theater experience. Interesting how polarly different they are, uh, Hereditary and um, and Sol- uh, Sol- Solstice? What is it called? Midsummer. Midsummer. there it is. Um, uh, in, in that, like, one is very dark. Like, I, I watched yeah, that one in my in my house alone with the lights out and just, like, real dark, and it was a very dark movie versus Midsummer, which is just, like, bright. Bright. Vibrant. Yeah. But, like, both. Both. So, so fucking horrifying. And then, man, I was having a hard time. Like, once again, I was like, ask me on a different day. I might give you a slightly different answers, especially with this third place. Cause like I was having a hard time. I wanted something foreign to be on there. Cause it, I feel like in general, I've actually been enjoying foreign movies on the whole more than domestic movies lately. There's one movie that I continually try to make sure that I have the most badass version of I love it to death. It's sitting on the fucking table. Yeah. Battle Royale. That's awesome. That's Battle a, Royale all day long. Beat Takeshi. Yeah. Fucking kids murdering each other. It's gnarly, man. <laughs> it's so but, good. Yeah. I, I can't disagree. Any uh, honorables in these categories? I had one more honorable for yeah. youth, and I brought it up back when we covered it just how much it tied in and like all the the times I watched it with my friends and shit growing up. Uh, Tremors is way up there for that's me. That's awesome. Ooh, yeah. That, I just couldn't quite put it into the, and I don't know why, but I just, it didn't feel right in the top three, but it feels right in the top five. <laughs> I have two honorable mentions and that they're both TV shows for my favorites that are TV horror TV series that I keep coming back and rewatching multiple times. And that is... One of them's right in front of me. Ash oh, versus man. the Evil That's Dead. so good. It's so good. I've watched the first season like fucking six times. I gotta go back and watch the rest of it a couple more times. But, um, and then my other one is the Screen TV series. It's Oh, oh is it actually? Like, I never it's saw. It's very trashy. It is garbage television, but it is that kind of chef kiss delicious garbage television. Yeah. The first two seasons are kind of a, a shared story. Um, it's a continuation of the first season. Okay. Uh, and then the third season, it basically got canceled and then picked up again because uh, Queen Latifah decided to do, uh, become an executive producer and they recast, restory tell it has nothing to do. It's not even trying to retell the story of the original movies, nothing to do with like, it just has the ghost face mask in it. Mm. Some kid has it in a Halloween. Ten years later, that mask comes back into play as someone uh, is killing him for secrets. And that's it. The whole, the rest of it is different. It is really fucking fun. It's dumb. It's trashy. It's a good little put on in the in the background while I'm carving a pumpkin or cooking some, yeah. cooking mm-hmm. some Halloween dinner or something. Awesome. So that, that one, those, those are a couple that I keep coming back to. TV shows, honorable mention for me. Sweet. I like it. Yeah, a few that I wrote down, uh, youth-wise... As, uh, one that we've reviewed way back when is uh, Killer Clowns, man, mm. from Outer Space. Yeah, my nice. brother and I. It, some of these films just remind me of 
who I watched it with and the time that I watched it with and like you know those feelings you get like this is weird this is different <laughs> you know so that was Killer definitely clowns from outer space yeah. holy shit <laughs> yeah that's kind of how I felt inside as a kid I was like what is this this is different Monster Squad was another one as a kid yeah I watched with you know my siblings and um, believe it or not what we're, we're about to do here soon is uh, Dead Alive man as a oh, kid yeah. that one was just weird and different like I knew I liked it because it was so weird and different I haven't seen it yet Oh, man, you're in for a treat. I want to see it. You know, there's a good opportunity for you to watch it That's soon. I literally was just listening to your uh, episode where we were talking about this. And yeah, was, this would be yeah, golden. You, if you would have me, I would, we would have you, participate. 100%. Yeah. Please? I mean, we, we can take a fight over, but we'll talk about that later. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then adulthood, just a few films of my adulthood. A Field in England. Mm. Love that movie. Candyman, the original Candyman. And uh, Phantasm, I still love that movie. I mean, that kind of that borders both, like childhood and adulthood. Those are great picks. Candyman's fantastic. Yeah, fuck, I agree. Next up is favorite subgenre and films of the subgenre. This I had a hard time coming down to like <laughs> one subgenre, especially because we've been trying know, to right? jump around so much in the past few years that like That's why I, I haven't had specific. a good <laughs> opportunity to stay with just one subgenre for a bit. It's always like, we'll do it, and then we come back to it later. Yeah. And so there's some subgenres that I've found that I really like, but I haven't had time to go deep into them yet. Right, right, right. I've just liked the ones that we've covered. So, like, I know that I really like Japanese splatter. The only ones I know are the ones that we've, that we've covered. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay. So I opened it up to something that I could think of a number of examples that I definitely really love. I think all of the ones that I'm going to name are still things we've basically covered, but at least I yeah. opened it up while I was thinking about it. And I fucking love like killer families, killer Ooh. redneck families, I killer like what like, so top Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Yeah. Uh, oh, family macabre. That's yeah. That's a good one. And then kind of a twist for my third Adam's family. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Ooh. Okay, you just sold me on your list and that like I never thought of that in that category. Now I'm into that as a subgenre for the Adams family. And as an honorable mention, also kind of a twist, at least as compared to what you normally think of with Killer Family, frailty. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's hard to, to argue without any of that. I like it. I don't think this one now thinking about it is, you know, a uh, a surprise, but I really, really, as an adult, I love folk horror. Mm -hmm. Like, it hits different. I almost put down folk Dude, horror. It just hits different. Like, this, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. As a kid, probably even as, like, a adolescent, this would, like, so these films would have bored me senseless. Just because I wasn't looking at the symbology and mm -hmm. the meanings behind them. I was just like, oh, this is an old film. It's going to suck. <laughs> as a hater. <laughs> this is boring. Yeah. They're praying to something and something happened? Yeah. Fuck that. Mm, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Snooze. Yeah. But as an adult and thinking about, like I said, the meaning behind it and what it's trying to say and how they present it just gives me all the kinds of creeps, and I like it. But the films for me that encompass that subgenre I've already mentioned one of them is The Wicker Man, the original. A Field in England and The Witch. Yeah. Yeah, and The Honorables, all these films we've done too. Uh, one is kind of questionable. I've seen it listed as folk horror. It's it's questionable, but The Wailing, 
Oh. It might be like Korean folk horror. Yeah, I guess, because it's not... It's not, not like, I guess. Right, right. It's it's folk horror, I guess, in the, in a different traditional sense. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe not like the British sense of the term. Kill List, of course, and mm-hmm. Blood on Satan's Claw. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are the films I like. Nice. Steven? It was a toss-up for me between Creature Features mm. and my pick, which is what I went with, was zombie films. Ooh, okay. Nice. I, I, I love zombie films. I... Uh, I read uh, Max Brooks's Zombie Survival Guide in high school, and just nice. got re- that's honestly was the thing that got me into horror movies was reading that book and then getting into the zombie movies and then being able to watch the rest of horror movies. Have you listened to the World War Z audiobook? I have not. You've recommended it. I loved the book. I read it. Yeah. And you've like I've, Zach and you have told me about it, and it sounds fucking fantastic. But for like my list of like the ones that encompass it for me is like Shaun of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, both the remakes of yeah. all of them. I mean, I I really love the uh, the Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead. It's, it's fucking really, fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. I love the the, the shooting gallery. Weird. Mm. I love when they're like trying to find the the celebrity lookalikes and <laughs> popping them off from the top. But also, like, I fucking loved uh, uh, Army of Dead. I still haven't watched it. I haven't. Um, it's dumb. It's super dumb. I love that they've replaced uh, uh, what's his name with uh, Tignataro. She's oh fantastic. yeah, Crystalia. God damn it, Crystalia. But like, it's it's a stupid uh, zombie movie, and I'm there for it. I'm I'm just really in for any zombie movie for the most part. That's awesome. Uh, Twenty eight days, even though it's Ooh. definitely more of an infection movie, yeah, um, than it is a zombie movie. Cockneys vs. Zombies? Cock- I, I love that movie. That movie's that fucking hilarious. And then also, like, Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love those. I mean, arguably Dead Alive. Yeah. What? No. I think I'm telling you. I mean, also, ar- ar- mm-hmm. arguably, um, arguably Evil Dead? Arguably Evil Dead? Well, yeah, Deadites, that's a weird call. That is a weird call. I'm going to say probably not, because I think they're more of a creature than they are necessarily zombie. Or even demons. <laughs> Yeah, and then also I'm kind of there for some of the classic original zombies, like I Walk with a Zombie and mm. um, Serpent the Rainbow. Is still, I think a good one in that. Mm-hmm. That's the other one I could not remember the name. Yeah. That is Bill Pullman. Yeah, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're not my favorite classic zombie ones, but like yeah. like Voodoo Zombie is not my total right, thing. Yeah. But uh, definitely, definitely there for new ones. Well, let's keep the bouncing back and forth going, but pop on to the next question. Fave female protagonist, Steven. Ooh, yeah, this one was a bit of a challenge for me because I wanted to, I wanted to go through and really think on this one. Uh, so I, I had to like deep dive and think about it. But I'm, I'm curious if we're all going to end up with same number one. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. My number three, Erin Harrison, in the film You're Next. That's still one I haven't by, seen. By uh, Shinari Vincent. Okay. My number two. Nancy Thompson, mm. played by uh, Heather uh, Lincoln, 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 Lincoln yep. uh, in the Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. And then my number one, Eleanor Ripley. Mm. Yep. Just Alan Ripley. It's fucking great. Sigourney Weaver. How can you fucking... Ha- Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Right. I think there's going to be a consensus here. So <laughs> I think go so, ahead too. And just get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number one is Ripley, guys? It's Ripley. Yeah. Number one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah number She's one is Ripley. She's a badass you, to the nth degree. Do you have any honorables in this list? 
None that come to mind because I'm a little oh, bit. That's, okay. That's okay. I had some, but none that come to mind. <laughs> I didn't okay. write them down, unfortunately. It's okay. All right, Danny. All right, so being that uh, Ripley's already <laughs> Ripley's number one accounted for, right? So moving down the list, and like I said, once again, no particular order, but uh, Jennifer Mills from I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, Ooh. shit. Okay. Yeah, like that one, if you're really into female protagonists and <sighs> revenge films. How did I not films, think of that one? I'm not going to yeah. lie. I didn't even think of that movie. That now I feel is. like piece of shit. And this opens up a whole, a whole, whole avenue of protagonists that right. I didn't even think about. Cause I, it it kind of flips the script on like scream queens, you know, like victims staying victims. Whereas you know this is like no, she's taking revenge. She's like no, oh, fuck you guys, <laughs> literally fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. All right, and I, I <laughs> this one's gonna be a divisive one. I don't know if it's my favorite one, but I I can see it for the iconicness of it. Is is Carrie Carrie White? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I and the, the reason why I'm like ah, there's something unsettling about some of the deaths in the prom sequence that I'm like mm, some of these people <laughs> definitely didn't deserve this. Yeah, <laughs> definitely didn't deserve it. I, but I given that, that she was might... just raging, I was like, well, she had the blinders on. I'm not excusing it, but that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. And that might like, be one of the reasons why I didn't like that movie is that I there was a lot of unnecessary death. Yeah, yeah. it was just kind of like some of you assholes had it coming. A lot right. of you assholes had definitely had it coming. <laughs> yeah, got your comeuppance, but it was like Carrie, come on. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, All American Hero didn't really deserve that. <laughs> but uh, that's why I'm like ah, oh, that's where. But just for the pure iconicness of Carrie, it's like it's hard not to put her on the list. Yeah, and a few honorables are uh, Sarah Carter from The Descent. And uh, Sydney Prescott from Scream throughout the franchise. It's like Ooh. she's another one that's just, at this point in time, she's, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of solidifies that. She's, yeah. I, yeah, I would put her on my honorable mention list now that I'm, I'm thinking about it because I'd also just rewatched through the whole Scream franchise. I haven't watched the newest one. Now it's that one, I, my partner, and I have to schedule time to watch together. Yeah. But yeah, she's actually a great final, like final girl, female protagonist. She's capable. Yeah. Once again, Ripley's number one. So I'll start at my honorables and work up <laughs> okay, to I like two. That. I like that. Honorables, you just mentioned Sarah yeah. from Descent. I'm right there. I went, this is this one was a toss-up and I couldn't decide. She's not the protagonist, but in a modern reading, mm. she's possibly the good guy. Okay. Kind of how you gonna say. <laughs> and it's a Sami from yeah. edition. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, man, I was close to putting her on the list for the same reasons as like, yeah, for a different reason, but she's not really a protagonist. But she's not the protagonist. No, of the not movie. in this story. No, 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 not in the telling of it. Maybe mm. in her telling of it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, Kirsty Cotton. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to argue with that. So my actual number three, I'm going with Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> I just I eventually came to the. I was like. I can't not look at Sissy Say's face. I can fucking carry you. She's just so good. So good. Uh, my number two, though, I wanted, I needed some fun with it. I needed an ass kicker. I already knew Ripley was on the board. Ruka. A. Shishina made it on my list twice. Wow. Ruka from Tokyo Gore Police. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that She does a good job in that. It's. Have you watched that? Have you seen that, Steven? I have not. Oh, God. I'm familiar. <laughs> I need to. 
But this also gave me another honorable mention yeah, uh, no, for, for a very bad fr- film franchise. But uh, fucking Mila Jovovich's character oh, in Resident, yeah, Resident Evil. Evil. Actually, that's she's yeah, not a bad argue, protagonist, no, 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 you, to be you, honest. You can't argue with yeah. that. Yeah. She's a good protagonist to she be. She does a good job, too. Yeah. She's a good actress. I, why am I blinking her character's name? Alice? That can't be it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm having a brain fart, too, on that. But no, nonetheless, I like I'm it. I'm fucking looking that up. After we start in on this next one, now we're into Steven's questions. Uh-huh. Number one, favorite female horror director slash film. Honestly, my my top two are probably not going to change for a long time, even if they never do any other horror ever. Number three could change, but I don't see it changing. If anything, she's probably just going to go up on the list. Number three, Issa Lopez, Ooh. Tigers Are Not Afraid. Nice. Fucking fantastic film. film. Also, I, I realized... I hmm? haven't watched it, need to. As I rewatched the fucking Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer for like the 20th time. I was like, man, Tenoch Huerta was great in Purge. And then I was looking at it and I'm like, oh shit, he was El Chino. That's awesome. We've been, I've been digging on him since fucking Tigers Are Not Afraid. That's awesome. That's Huerta, wild, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm about that. Number two, Catherine Bigelow, Near Dark. Brought it up once. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Needs yeah. to be talked about more. She was, she's an honorable mention on my list. I, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, she, she could can honestly make my number three in all honesty. She could edge out my number three if, mm-hmm. if given the day, but I, yeah. And on the strength of her fucking first movie alone, number one, Julia Docano. Oh, nice. oh, we have the same number one, my friends. <laughs> Cause raw is fantastic. I mean, Titan, the follow-up just Dude. cements the fact that she is am- an amazing transcendent filmmaker yes but on the strength of raw alone she would still be my number one that's awesome uh yeah any honorables no i mean i know that there's a few others yeah. that i almost that's feel okay. like i should okay. name off but like not not really like they're great but i have an honorable mention that i'll save till later in case i so because i don't remember her, her yeah name. no no and i gotta that's look it up no problem no problem so uh once again, no, no particular order, but oh, man, I'm I'm a big fan of this movie. It's another one of those I could say probably childhood films too, but uh, I'm a big fan of Mary Lambert's Pet Cemetery. Mm, like, mm-hmm. ugh, for her debut, uh, coming off of doing like music videos and whatnot, and I would imagine too like the hype around it being that Stephen King was on board and there were celebrities that would come out to see it on set. To me, it still holds up pretty well. Catherine Bigelow for Near Dark is on my list. Yeah, yeah. Such a good film, man. I, uh, I agree. Highly underrated. Really like that one. And also, Her name I'm, was Alice. Sorry, I had it. No, that's okay. That's <laughs> Thank <good>. you. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> that's good to know. I also have Julia Ducano for Raw and Titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the same reasons, I'm like, man, for modern storytelling and the way she's doing it, it's, it's hitting the mark for me. I do have a few... Honorables. I also put Issa Lopez for Tigers and Not Afraid. I can't wait to see that Guillermo project. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. We got that coming up. Oh, that looks good. I have Jennifer Kent for The Babadook and The Nightingale. I can't I can't recommend... Nightingale? I can't recommend that enough. If you're already a fan of The Babadook, I will say this, though, man. You really have to 
prepare for some like heavy emotional baggage with that film. It's like, woo. Yeah, definitely uh, one of my honorable mentions. That was the one I had to uh, go look up. Because uh, the Babadook, fucking A. Awesome. Oh, oh yeah. A director, I'm familiar with her work, still haven't seen any of her works, but I know she's getting brought up a lot because it's hard not to bring her up. Is uh, Karen Kusma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jennifer's Body and the Invitation. And also have the, the Suska sisters oh, on yeah. here, Jen and Sylvia. For uh, American Mary, they also did a segment in uh, the ABC of Death Part Two, and they also did Rabid, which is a remake of David Cronenberg's film from way back in the day. So, I mean, they're Canadian filmmakers. That so makes sense. Steven? Um, I have a list of uh, no particular order, but I'm going to start with um, Lee Jenkins, who did the Fear Street trilogy. Ooh. Mm. And also another horror movie called Honeymoon. Ah, uh, I'm, I'm, I actually started in on that one. That has... Um, Oh, I can't I remember, remember her name. It's, it's Redhead Gal from... Uh, she was Game one of the Wildlings. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she was with Jon Snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember her name. It was like Leslie Rose. Grace. I, yeah, I don't remember offhand. I mean, Rose something. Yeah. Rose... I know. I was like, ah, uh, Reagan Fart time. I don't, anyway, yeah, yeah. We all know who she is. Um, uh, yeah, I watched her that once. That one was really fun, but I honestly can't can't remember much about it, unfortunately, or offhand. Uh, it was pretty big when I watched it. Uh, but fucking Fear Street was really fucking fun trilogy. Awesome. I've heard the same thing. Um, good news about it. It's not like transcendent or fucking mind blowing. I mean, it's that kind of level. Like, but it's fun. It's a really good trilogy, and there's just fucking great young actors doing some really good shit, and awesome. um, very enjoyable. My number two, I had. Uh, on a Liliana Apoor mm. for mm-hmm. a girl walks home alone at night. That's a good film, dude. That's I still haven't movie. watched it. It's, I anticipate uh, really enjoying it, but I, I did a double feature yet. at the Roxy of oh. uh, Baba Duke and that. Damn, that's a good double bill. Fucking choice, and I would recommend that just as a, as a great double bill if you want to do a double bill at your yeah. uh, on your own leisure. Uh, but ooh, that movie. So beautiful. Yeah, it's it an amazing soundtrack. The good mood, like it has, it's kind of atmospheric in a way. Yes, it has mood. Is what I'm saying. Um, and then just like beautifully shot, all shot in L.A., but it does and white as well. Does not, yeah, it does not look like it's shot in L.A. It I is, agree, because I was thinking she's Iranian, right? Yes, and it's very yeah. much supposed to be just like trying to be set in, I think, Iran, if I remember correctly. It, it's been a moment, so but it's fucking gorgeous and super worth checking out. And then my number one, Julia Ducournau. Ducournau. Thank you. I was going to very much mispronounce that. (laughs) That's all right. Raw, Titan. Ah, yeah. Titan. Oh, my God. I I just watched it recently. Holy fucking shit. How do you explain that movie to someone? Without spoiling it. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You just tell them it is the fucking weirdest movie. Like, this girl's having a... It's wildly upsetting and pregnant deeply beautiful. With a car baby. Like, what? Like, <laughs> trust me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to t- uh, recommend it to my brother, which was a bad choice. He's not going to get into it. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I recommended it to a couple other people of, like... You have interesting taste in movie, and I know you like good stuff. You should watch this. It is wildly disturbing, but utterly beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep over with you, Stephen, and get in on Fave Creature. Ooh. Fun. So, yeah, for this one, I was thinking specifically a creature being... Non-human, right? n- Non-human. So, basically, I was thinking something that 
didn't start out as a human. So like a, mm-hmm. personally, I excluded like vampires and werewolves mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I it, yeah, I almost I almost put down uh, swamp thing, and then I was like, he starts human though. But I also I d- also did want to like be able to include the, for the possibility of like things that turn into a humanoid form, like. Because my number one, the thing that made me think of this question is the thing from the oh. thing. Um, does definitely take on human form. Right. But it's definitely a creature. It's an alien yeah. for sure. And then my number, uh, I have, I'm, I'm going to go back down to my honorable mention and then back up to two because I just had to give it away, my number one. <laughs> uh, but my honorable mention, Deadites from the Evil Dead yes. franchise. Okay. Super great. Always, always fun. My number three. The Babadook. Mm. That's okay. fucking chilling. It's also That's fun awesome. to try and do that voice. Babadook. It's just fun. It's delightful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then my That's number awesome. two is the uh, the creature from the host. Oh. Oh, nice, good one. I was thinking about that. That's one that comes to mind for me pretty pretty easily, though not in my top three. Oh, nice. Surprisingly to me, that's okay. Though. That's, that's, that's so that's that's how I framed it. I uh, I imagine you all can frame it a little bit differently or have different takes on it. Oh, I like that. I think I'll do this from the starting from the bottom. It's just I'll do the animals first in this one. Is uh, the graboids from Tremors? Okay. Especially yeah. after good what old graboid man. Like you rebuild, that there's a shit ton of them. Yeah, and I'm like holy fuck. That there's a serious? life cycle. Like the uh, ass blasters and the. This has a little bit to do with my youth, and I'm not not that I'm blaming on it, but this is where my mind was at at that time. Was is like if this is all the rest of the franchise is like, is like then what what are they doing? But then you tell me that I'm like, oh, oh that's what they're doing. What flying yeah. graboid? Damn, I missed out on have all that. Have you seen the newer two? I have not yet. Uh, Jamie Kennedy's in them. Yeah, yeah, we yes. talked about that. Um, me and my partner. Miami's just watched, most wanted. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, we watch, Me and my partner oh, watched that. they slash them, and then oh, went on a how Kennedy. is it? Because I thought it was just the most in- ingenious title. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it. I was expecting it to be better. <laughs> Not to say that it's bad. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Me and my partner spent the whole time guessing what was happening and could only get broad strokes for the mm. most part. Like pretty obvious stuff that you would mm-hmm. guess. So it, was, it kept us guessing. It was good. And, and, yeah. Um, but then we went on a kick of uh, Kevin Bacon horror stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, I watched Cop Car and then we watched Tremors together, which Tremors fucking Tremors is so good. That's a great creature pick. That is a fun Yeah, the Graboids are great. It's fun. It's so much Wild, fun. huge franchise that it's weird you go with that guy to, <laughs> to spin off the franchise. We're talking about Michael Gross, right? Yeah. He just left. And literally, that car he had in the film it was the one he drove from the set <laughs> to the set of Tremors. So he drove basically from set to set. Wow. And he's been with the franchise since. That mm-hmm. is fucking gnarly. I mean, find a paycheck that pays and keep uh, with it. Can't get it. And modeling good gun safety for generations. Right. You brought that up. I think that's a solid point. Had Reba. What can you say? Mm-hmm. Can't blame the guy. Um, Reba was almost a an honorable mention for my favorite female protagonist. Good, dude. Also, uh, it's got the the grandpa from uh, the Three Ninja series. Mm. Mm-hmm. Has a girl from Jurassic Park. Also, I can't remember his name, but he's in the movie Cast a Deadly Spell. He's the other handyman that works with Kevin Bacon in it. Mm. Oh. Fred Ward. Yeah. 
Yeah, he passed away this year, mm-hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken. That's your right. dad. That's mm-hmm. oh shit, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why dad named you Joe Dirt instead. None of maker. None of maker. Oh wow, we're all just having a little wild ride of a remembering Joe Dirt, aren't we? Yeah, that's I a fucking love that movie. That yeah. movie's so good. It's trashy, but I love mm-hmm. all that trash. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Are we are we up to Danny's monsters or is, did you get all three? I can't remember. I thought we started with me. Yeah, yeah. And then that's we, all you. I mean, did you get all yours? Yeah, did I did all mine. Okay, okay. We just okay. I, we did all the creatures. We just I'm just moving on. Yeah, we, we just started, hit a pothole. That's all. That's so yeah, all we was. started with uh, my yeah. creatures, then we did Danny's creatures. Now we're on to your creatures. No, I haven't done. No, Danny yet. hasn't. Oh, done you haven't done your creatures. Oh, you started. That's right. Sorry. No, that's okay. All right. So once again, I don't do these in any particular order, but I'm going to start with. Actually, you know. I did. I did start in it because I mentioned Graboids, so that's how it started. Oh, okay, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, damn, we went down a wormhole with that one. <laughs> no fun. <laughs> All right, uh, Gremlins are another oh. one. Man, speaking of which, that one could have easily been in my childhood. Like, mm-hmm. I'm for sorry. the same reasons I had. Gizmo. Real quick, that was just 23 degrees of Kevin Bacon. Real quick, that really yeah. was. <laughs> we played that game, didn't we? <laughs> All right, and Predator. The Predator. Oh, the Predator. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, I was like, that is, man, that that has a, a special place in my childhood as well. But going into my list, I have Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh. <laughs> Feed me, Danny. Yeah. But that's another one, too. Coming like, out of nowhere with a fucking major upset <laughs> in my list. <laughs> Steve Martin, the Rick Moranis mm. version, um, and not realizing that it was... Gina and Pam from Martin that were the, oh, the shit, singers right. in the background. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I didn't know that as a kid. I know that now as an adult. I'm like, this movie is amazing, man. And knowing just how fucking complicated that goddamn we puppet about, was. It was something like 23 people working to make Audrey 2 at its full size do what it's doing. That was a Frank Oz joint, right? And we talked about this briefly on Aliens that, who was it? It was um, James Reamer. He was firing off rounds in the studio, and it went through. This was at Pinewood. Oh, right. Onto the set of A Little Shop of Horrors and did some damage and shit. So that's no. one of the reasons why he was fired <laughs> and was replaced. So, uh, anywho, I also chose The Thing from The Thing, John Carpenter's. It's like, uh, how can you not? I, I cannot. If you tell me to pick a creature, I cannot think of a better one, personally. Yeah, like for an alien form and... Uh, and uh, also the river monster from the host. Nice. Yeah, it's like man, that's such a good film. It's just, it's fun. It's it's not, it's not like a monster in. The, I don't know how you can say traditional sense. It's a product of something, a byproduct of something. Mm-hmm. So it's it feels like a hybrid amalgamation of yeah. like Bruce and like right. That's a, that's probably mm-hmm. animalistic mm-hmm. creature yeah. features mm-hmm. or. I can't, for some reason, I'm completely blanking on any other ones. Like, I guess, Rachnophobia or, like, those kind of yeah, movies. Right, 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 They're playing to, example. like, animalistic fear mm-hmm. while also the other strangeness of, what the fuck is this <laughs> giant <laughs> creature? <laughs> well, you know, it's an, it, it is an imminent threat. And why is it keeping this little girl in its sewer dungeon? Yeah, mm-hmm. it also has a, ba- a sad backstory. <laughs> but, yeah, those, those are my films. Yeah, fuck the American government. <laughs> yeah. I'll give my honorable mention first, the phone from Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, dude, that's so good. Beautiful, love that. Doug choice. Jones, love killing Jones. it. Doug Jones. I said it's a great film too. 
but he was just Ugh. I also kind of wanted it to be monster like I wanted yeah, it to be yeah, something yeah. they were up against not somebody helping him out I which agree, is why yeah. he's only an honorable mention otherwise he would have been on my list but like in my own head I was like non-human monster yeah that's not that's good let's go at it so my number three almost the relic I mean almost the host same body shape, yeah. the relic, Kathoga. Nice. I like it. From the relic. Fucking love That's Kathoga. A That's a fun film. As I brought up on our episode about it, like I used to fucking sketch that motherfucker in notebooks all the time. That's awesome. I thought Kathoga was like the coolest monster design ever for a long time. Number two, we haven't touched the series yet, partially because nobody needs to touch <laughs> the director anymore. Oh, I know you're going to say, uh, yeah, but I agree. But the creeper is yeah. such a good monster. From Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great monster. I unfortunately am unaware of the director. Victor Salva. It's, yeah. It's, I'm assuming based on the tone, we don't need to get into it, but he's probably some sort of uh, terrible human. Yes. Yeah. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who deserves to get like a, like a, some sort of comeuppance. <laughs> I mean, technically he did his time right, for but, society. But it's still a stain, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, not good. Uh, it's oh, not good. Okay. That got it. Got it. And then number one, I have to warn any of our listeners, it's a spoiler for a movie that's still pretty recent and has still managed to take my number one spot. So, spoilers for Nope. Mm, Oh, yeah. That's good, dude. Jean Jacket. Fucking Jean Jacket's design blew me the fuck away. It's one of the most gorgeous things I've seen. Also, hard, like, if we don't say much more, that's a great... Great non-spoiler spoiler. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree because that. that is a fucking great choice. The design, the the choice of camera use of scene it internally and externally. Whew. A lot of thought in, in that film. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mad it didn't make my list now that I think about it. <laughs> um, uh, it's okay. Uh, your Jeepers Creepers and um, the one from Pan's Labyrinth uh, jogged a concept from my mind that I need to make on my honorable mention list. And it's basically... All of the villains from the Power Rangers slash Super oh, Sentai. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, basically, foam suit costume Rebus. monsters. <laughs> I just watched Psycho Gorman recently. Oh, I, I still need to finish that. It's stupid fun. But, like, I'm okay with that. him and all of the other uh, various monsters in that, like, that are just like, you are just built of foam and a dude in a suit. I fucking love it. I also, ooh, one more honorable mention. No, that's cool. The Judas Breed mm. from Mimic. Yeah. That's another, that was another fun film, too. Mm. Fantastic pick. I mean... It wasn't even on my radar. I like that a lot. And then I guess we'll switch questions. We got best of the worst. How did you... How did you... Cheese, camp, and colt. There we go. Um, three Cs. <laughs> three Cs. We have mentioned all of these already on this episode. Yeah. I have, mm, so I don't have an honorable mention. I have a tie. I just couldn't decide. I couldn't decide on my number three. One of them we've brought up, one of them we haven't. And it's a tie between Cemetery Man and Donnie Darko. Uh, I love Donnie Darko. Yeah, I'll bet for that film any day. I like that pull. I wouldn't think of it. I almost didn't at first. And I was like, no, Darko, it fits. No, it does. It oh, it's definitely, it, de- it falls into the cult slash kind of camp, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. 
Two, frailty. Oh, nice. Hell yeah, dude. I still feel like that one's really cultish. It's yeah, it's still very culty. Two under the radar. Yeah, yeah no, and it's so good. Debut as a director. And you got the McConaughey. Dude, yeah. What? The McConaughey. Yeah. You got the kid too who like was played Peter Pan. <laughs> and like yeah. Anyway, that's a different story. Number one, it doesn't even like to me. <laughs> No one else comes close. This is a far, far and above number one, almost to the point where it maybe can't be considered cult anymore. It shouldn't be considered cult anymore because of who is involved. More people should know about this movie because of that Hobbit fucker. <laughs> yeah. Dead Alive. I agree. How can you not, man? To me, Dead Alive is like the ultimate, the top of the top. It, it kind of encompasses a little bit of all three of those categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, it's not like super cheesy, but it's it has a little cheese in it. It's got some cheese. Yeah, Moxie. It's, it yeah, doesn't camp in it. It's splat stick. Yeah, like I can't speak to it since I haven't seen it, but I've known you've spoken highly of it, and it definitely comes up constantly for like great <clears throat> classic cult movies. for all the right reasons, man. That's uh, all I can say. And maybe another an, an honorable mention yeah, of cool. Reanimator. Yeah, fuck yeah. Ooh, that's a great pick. Those are all great picks. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'll I'll start mine with the honorables, and I'm actually wearing the shirt of one of the films. <laughs> is a uh, basket case, man. Ooh, yeah, culty film, a little campy. I enjoy it. Uh, I, I feel like the house movie franchise fits into that mold okay. a little bit. It's a little campy, it's culty mm-hmm. still. Uh, Reanimator definitely in my list. I chose Nine Seven Six Evil. It's a Robert okay. Eaton film. It was his debut. I'd say any of the Return of the Living Dead films from the 80s makes my list for sure. And uh, I just, I said any trauma or any full moon picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want some cheese and some coal and camp, they, all of it, they encompass all mm-hmm. of it. So uh, those are my honorables. Uh, I'll start with Night of the Demons for me. I still feel like it's a little culty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll agree with that. It has, it has some cheese in it. And watching it as an adult, I was like, yeah, there's some scenes where it's like, Ugh, it's a little cheesy and a little campy, but what I, I love. I just started that and not gotten far into it. Uh, like That's another one of those from the childhood I could have easily put in there as well. That one just, whew, it did something for me. All right, uh, Sleepaway Camp, I put Perfect. in my list. So it's good. Like, yeah. Such a good answer. Sky's out, thighs, thighs out. out. Yeah, I don't want to talk about. There's another little creeper in that film. <laughs> that one's eluded me as well. I need to check this out. It's, it's definitely on worth YouTube. It. I know that it's. it's I know of it. I, I'm a longtime listener of uh, How Did This Get Made, so I've heard about it, and also like that was a good I, episode. I'm familiar. Yeah, it, yes. was. Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and uh, to round it out, I've got Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm. Another one of those is just feels like uh, it does. It's cold. It's a cult film. It's you know throwback to Drive In. Kind mm-hmm. of style films, I like it, man. All right, so that's best of the worst. No, I wouldn't say worst, but you know, it encompasses the the three C's. Three C's. Your list jogged a couple uh, of honorable mentions onto mine. The stuff. Mm, yeah, hell yeah. And Chud. Yeah, Chud. I like those like '80s, dirty, grimy kind of New York style films. Big up there on Chud. Yeah, Chud's good. And then also on my list was Return of the Living Dead. Nice. Fuck that yeah. was my number three. My number two is Slumber Party Massacre. Ooh. Good poll. Um, Good one. Although I might also, I could, I'm going to have to include number two in that as like 
it's a wholly different, weird movie, but I feel like a double feature out of that is so good and satisfying. But you have to watch one to really appreciate two. Uh, and then my number one is fucking Jason X. Nice. Per- that's great. I, I have, yeah, Jason X is way up there for me. Maybe um, more of a top ten, though, than even a top five. Specifically, just like the thing that always stands out is the scene of the uh, Jason being taunted, uh, not taunted, but like uh, distracted in the holodeck of uh, of two co- co-eds who are like, do you want some weed? Do you want to have premarital <laughs> sex? And then it just cuts to him beating them uh, to shit with uh, <laughs> one of them in a sleeping yeah. bag, and he's mm-hmm. using that to beat the other one to death. Oh, love that movie. So good. That's good. While we're over on you, Stephen, I'll let you do this one. Oh, oh yes. So this one, this is a fun one. It's very dumb, but Mary Fuck Kill, Billy Loomis and Stu Matcher, Freddie and Jason, and Michael Myers and Corey Cunningham. For those of you unaware, Corey Cunningham is a new person added in the Halloween Ends franchise. I forgot that that was his name for a minute, and I had to look him up while we were when I, while I was thinking of answers to this. Then I was like, "Oh yeah, him." Okay. It stood out to me because of the fucking comic book alliterative nature of it. It was like, "Well, that's just going to be bedrock in my yeah. fucking <laughs> brain now." And then I'm a huge Tumblr uh, person. I'm on Tumblr all the fucking time. Fucking people are horny as all get out for that new movie. That is the yeah. Number one consensus that I've seen is people are either, God damn, I want to fuck old man Jason, or <laughs> God damn, I want to fuck the new not Jason. <laughs> they just they just want to bone down. So, Mary Fuck Kill. Well, we're also on your side, so oh, you get to start oh, it off. We'll start with me. Yeah. Okay. Well, Here's the tip. Okay. I went with, uh, I'm going to marry Freddie and Jason. Okay. Standpoint of, got a summer lake house. <laughs> yep. Plus, if I'm ever having a bad dream, Freddy can help out. Right. Make it anything you want. He's going to make some fantasies, and we're going to get fucking weird with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, fuck. I am definitely going to fuck Billy, uh, Billy Loomis and Stu Macher, because... Am I saying that right? Is it Mac- Mocker? Mocker. I think it was Mocker. Mocker. Yeah. Because fucking 90s Lillard. Oh, he can get some. And then the other guy's there, too. So. But, yeah. <laughs> And then, unfortunately, I do have to kill uh, Michael Myers and Corey Cunningham, just mostly because, like, I don't want to bone down. I feel like they're they got their own thing going. I don't want to interrupt, so I'm unfortunately going to have like to interrupt. A third wheel. I, I definitely a third wheel situation in any scenario, marriage, fucking. So I'm just going to have to seconds. sloppy seconds. <laughs> so I'm sloppier thirds. <laughs> Danny, I'm going to skip you real quick. No, you're fine. You're fine because I have the exact same lineup. Well, you know what's funny? Do you have? Gentlemen, Yes, and basically for the same reasons. I'm like, <laughs> if I'm going to marry any couple, I'm going to marry a power couple. <laughs> it's going to be Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. I was going from the dream standpoint. Because, like, I'm not trying to fuck those Plus, guys. Plus, like, the big, strong them. arms of Jason. Like, like I'll be his little spoon. That's also too much work to kill him. Fucking <laughs> or fuck him. summer lake house is yeah. a big yeah. selling point for me. And it's going to be all yours. You don't have to worry about any noisy kids. <laughs> not Any <long>. teenagers. <laughs> Not for long. Yeah, doesn't get that. Plus, a lot of free weed lying about. Yeah. I feel like maybe Billy and Stu wouldn't have done that shit if they were just getting some, so I'll fuck them. Yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll be their tugboat. <laughs> Whatever they need. <laughs> yeah. I'll catch, I'll receive. Whatever. Double Dutch rudder. That's right. Let's do this. Let's do it. 
And then I just wanted to be the one to kill Michael Myers for you. Likewise, I'm like, you know what? That was my whole, I was like, I know who I'm killing immediately as soon as I saw the list because I want to be the one to put him down. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that's interesting. Thank you very much for um, appeasing me with this this dumbness. I put some thought into my answers as well. I appreciate that. I can tell. Um, Going over to you, Tyler, right? Your categories? I love that we had the exact same lineup. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's not really a better answer. All right, yeah, we'll start start in on mine. Uh, I threw out fave serial killer-based horror. Doesn't have to be based off of a a real killer, which I wanted to throw out there considering Dahmer's back in the headlines. Wow. Yeah. Which is also what got me to thinking of this. I was like... I like that, though. That's a good question. All right, serial killers are... Are in the zeitgeist right now. Let's let's go there. My honorable mention because it's a television show, Hannibal. Mm. Hell yeah! I didn't know how much I wanted to count TV, so I decided I'd just bring it up as an honorable mention well, like and count that. it that way rather than putting it as probably my number two. Otherwise, out of curiosity, how do you feel about the, like the film adaptations? I mean, I dig them. Like I've I've always liked them to love them like. I think the only one silence is Red Dragon. Because Silence is fucking mm. fantastic. Oh, yeah. I love Manhunter. Fucking Manhunter. Yeah, that's an so interesting take good. on that, too. Yeah. But this show was just so good. Oh, the show was amazing, dude. Just fucking brilliant. Yeah. I, I like, just for, for three season bangers on a, you know, like NBC. What the fuck? Beautiful show. Fucking such glorious fucking just like mm-hmm. amazing food yeah. porn that I immediately Fine, was man. not hungry after seeing. Um, <laughs> no, but, but sometimes it's just like, damn, that actually looks good. Well, it's pretty I'm good. Like, if he served that to me, I would be eating it. <laughs> I'd also be fucking ignorant of him being a murderer in that universe he's for certain. Down, like, yeah, I am not smart enough to figure out that he's a murderer, so. <laughs> I am definitely going to be one of his patients that he decides to murder and... <laughs> I don't think he'd even eat me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my actual top three, I'll go number three, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Fucking Rooker knocks it out of the park. Kind of a real killer, kind of not, as we talk about on the episode. Two, I've brought up the family, but the movie hadn't made it on any of the list yet. I feel like the Firefly family are much more serial killers than Devil's Rejects. Yeah. And that's my number two. They feel more like serial killers. I know that they're serial killers the entire time. But Wait, it's, I think it's... But in House of a Thousand Corpses, I'm not thinking of it in that context. No. That's a little bit of the cleverness in it. Mm-hmm. Number one, I saw the devil. Dude. It was so good. Okay. It's um, so good. You have my number one as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just put that out there. I am in the middle of watching that. I was uh, In preparation of this, I realized I hadn't watched it in like a year and a half. And I was like, that is my number one for certain. I'm going to fucking just put this on, <laughs> roll some joints, smoke a little weed. There you go. Good call. Mm-hmm. It's, it's oh, so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's definitely like... The, Top three revenge films of all time for oh, me. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, if not number one. Ooh, and it's yeah. hard. It's hard. Oof. Yeah, it's not an easy sit. No, even if you're a season, you know, fan. Yeah, it's not for the. It's not. It's very intense, and I. It's not a movie I can recommend 
Like they're just to say anybody, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like I am. <laughs> are you are you good with things? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay with feeling? It's a movie that I, if I'm getting requested for like yeah. that kind of thing, I would feel comfortable suggesting. But it's not a movie I would ever just like randomly suggest to anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Like I could not suggest it to either of you because you've seen it, but you're the type of people. But you would mm-hmm. probably already know about it. So, but I fucking hate that movie. Oh yeah, Danny. All right, so I'll move into my honorables on the list. Is um actually one that Tom Savini is in, and he arguably has a, I won't say iconic, I'm like really using that, but he has a, a definitely a memorable death scene in it. Is uh, Maniac? Ooh, okay. I told you not to go out mm-hmm. at night. The German angst. Gotcha. Film, that movie is gnarly. Speaking of Hannibal, you could say. Really, any of in the series, but I, I put Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah, because it's but there's multiple serial movie. killers in it too. Yeah, so. and the Hitcher is another one I put in my honorables. I really enjoyed that film. That was Rucker a fun hour, fun mm-hmm. watch. I just watched that for the first time too. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Uh, is the remake worth watching? I can't say because I don't think I've seen it. I don't think I've seen it. In it as the hit yeah. Um, some I mean, pretty decent actors and actresses in it. Well, little I, I can tell they expand the 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 woman's role in it. <laughs> okay, ooh, interesting. All right, uh, moving up into my list, I did put I saw the devil. Like so, these are no particular order, but I saw the devil is in my list. I also chose Man Bites Dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, interestingly enough, it kind of crosses into like the found well, not necessarily found footage, but like the faux documentary style as mm-hmm. well. And I put it as a tie, if I want to put tops. Are Henry portrait of a serial killer in the house that Jack built? How's it? I fuck. That's awesome. I had a hard time. I don't know why I didn't write it down as an honorable mention because it was one that I was very much thinking about. Like, but yeah, those are these. Together. Honestly, any of these films aren't ones I would. Maybe Sons of the Lambs, but outside of that, you'd have to put some feelers out for these films. <laughs> yeah, you don't go. Hey, go watch the uh, unrated House that Jack built. <laughs> yeah. To anybody. To just they anybody. Will. Immediately they'll cut you out of their life. <laughs> it's if they don't know you. I uh, started with that for my first watch of it uh, that I watched actually earlier this year. Holy shit! Yeah, it hits different. Oof. I don't know if I'll ever go back to it personally, um, but holy shit! Yeah, yeah that's very, how I felt. Very about good. It. Oof. Oof. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> Stevens? Oh, okay. Um, uh, this was a little bit challenging for me in that, like, I tend to not like serial killer movies, personally. Mm, that's okay. Um, uh, just because it's a little too based in reality, and uh, sometimes I smoke too much weed, and it gives me anxiety about reality. Mm-hmm. So, some, that'll reflect in my list. Um, but, yeah, honorable mention, I do actually have to go with House That Jack Belt. Like, fuck that. I've, I've only seen it once, but holy shit, that movie, like, kind of is... Fucking great. <laughs> Artie is shit, too. Yes. Yeah. I think our reactions well, aren't... It's been a while since I've watched a horror movie that made me feel like I needed to go uh, reread Dante's Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my number three, uh, I did do it in order for some reason, uh, was the Saw franchise with Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, uh, the first, fucking first one with Carrie Ellis. Oofs. It's so... I, I still remember, like... Walking out at the theater after seeing it and being yeah. like, mind blown. 
I know we talked about this. This is kind of funny. A little side nuggets. Uh, I saw that on a date. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, I did give her the option of you know choosing with putting a coin in my hand. And <laughs> if she Which one chosen, are we doing? Right, 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 right. And unbeknownst to her, I didn't have a coin in either hand. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not true. That's not true. That's not I true. had a can- coin uh, in both I, hands. I, I, no, I was being honest, but uh, yeah, so I had, that's that was my experience with Saul. Uh, my number two is the Scream franchise with Ghostface. Nice. Hell yeah. uh, and it's various iterations because Ghostface has kind of come uh, a different couple people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also cool. like that they set up that, like, for some reason, any Ghostface could just, like, have been, like, helping out for some reason. Just because. Just because. Just because. Narratively, right. but we decided. My, and then my number one, uh, I share with uh, Tyler of, uh, and you as well, uh, I'm making a list of uh, I Saw the Devil. Man. Holy shit, that movie's fucking yeah, great. I, it falls into a lot of categories of like favorite, uh, like favorite foreign horror for me. Mm-hmm. Like you brought revenge, favorite revenge. Right, exactly. um, it's it's fucking great. When it's not being a horror, it's a great thriller. It's yes. a really good intense thriller. Right. But then it just you know pushes it over, <laughs> and it's like oh, but we're also going to show you this. Have fun. Like, oh. <laughs> All right. So next one. Item you'd want to have if stuck in a horror movie. Okay. So I did do a top three with an honorable mention. Okay. My honorable mention is in the case of uh, if I realize I'm in a horror movie that I will definitely not survive. And that is a bong. <laughs> um, and a uh, and an intimate moment with my partner. Because I'm like not going to survive this. I'm just, I'm just going to enjoy myself. Yeah. I like it. I'm trying to survive. If, it's, <laughs> if I have chances, it's no particular order, but it's a fully charged headlamp. Oh, good one. Slash proof protective clothing. Ooh, Ooh. I like that too. So, like leather coat, the fucking chainmail gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I think it's smart. I like that. Number one, crowbar. Crowbar's good. I think I, I had like my crowbars. order backwards. I think crowbar is the least necessary of the three. I think the flash a headlamp is the most necessary of the. Of okay. That. But if I get all three, I have a very good chance of surviving. I can open up doors. I can fucking fight back. I can see where I'm going. I'm prepared. I like it. It's hard to argue with. <laughs> I like it. Danny, right. your um, items? I'm going to start my honorables. I feel like this probably should be on my list, but it's got to be at least an honorable is uh, you got to have a first aid kit in case you, mm. you get fucked up somehow. Oh, beautiful idea. It's like, you know, it's hard not to have it, especially if you get really fucked up. I also put no-dose caffeine pills just in case you <laughs> just get in stuck case. in the, uh, you know, surreal mm. landscape, a full chi film, something <laughs> like that. I was going to, uh, your idea of a first aid kit and made an honorable mention for my list of a adrenaline uh Ooh, I like adrenaline that too. shot. Just yeah. because, mm-hmm. holy fuck, do you, Jason Statham uh, all? <laughs> the amount of times I uh, in horror movies do I see people get like slashed and stabbed, and I'm like, how are you? How are you going? Yeah, exactly. You just got it. your hand cut in off. You should have passed out from shock. <laughs> that uh, all right? That 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 triggered me a little bit because <laughs> that's one quip I have about horror films. You know, when you see an injury, like it's pretty obvious that would have fucked anybody up. IRL, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like I've nearly passed out because yeah. I cut my foot stepping on my bed, and I'm like, yeah. If it's in, I'm like, how the hell did you recover so fast? <laughs> I mean, I know it's movie magic, but but also mm-hmm. I imagine some adrenaline, a life or death situation. Yeah. 
plays. I can forgive it's a film, <laughs> but I, I feel you. Also, I'm hot. I don't care. <laughs> I like it. All right. Um, so pepper spray would be another one too. Okay. It's like that's something quick. Hits somebody right in the <sighs> eyes. Gives me a chance to get the fuck out of there. And then moving up in my list, I've got a remote control, but more specifically from the movie Flick. And so in oh, case something sure. happens and I, I fuck really up or something like else fucks up, I'm going to hit the rewind button, yep. get a redo. Rewind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. I like it. So it's like, phew, in my movie. <laughs> yep. All right. I also put a cell phone that has a full charge and full services. <laughs> Because I'm going to make the addendum of a sat phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a full yes. charge. I like that. And a hand crank. <laughs> and it's also packed in a uh, Tesla bag type thing. So it's in case there's a nuclear fallout like when you that. weren't looking. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on board with you. And because I'm in a horror film, I feel like most evil can be explained away by Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I want to need a crucifix and probably some holy water at some point. That usually gets you out of a bind, at least buys you some time. Mm-hmm. So uh, just in case. I'll believe just in case. Although if you're going by uh, from Dust Till Dawn rules, like literally two pieces of stick, you got it. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, so I'm good. All right, I'm going to go. So I'm not sure if this is my my number one or if this is my honorable mention. I couldn't decide if I wanted to. I, I couldn't decide if I wanted to be OP or not because okay. my honorable mention is the director's chair. So you can just say mm. fucking cut and end of the bullshit. Mm. Hard to argue with you. You're there. stuck in a horror movie, man. Although I love the idea of you sitting down in a director's chair and you just yell "cut" with your little <laughs> and I just, just get <laughs> off and then just like out of nowhere, Jason just pops up and just like. Okay. Shetty through your chest. Getting into my top three. Three, I'm going to go with salt. Mm. Because at the best case scenario, it's something supernatural that I'm going to get lucky and it's going to like repel a fucking ghost or something. Worst case scenario, it's still pocket sand that's going to burn. Yeah, I like it. Pocket sand. <laughs> or I can use it to like mark a trail. Yeah. Shit like that. Number two, chainsaw. Yeah. Because if you're in a horror movie and you have the chainsaw, things generally go your direction. A la Bruce. Ash. It might not be the greatest time ever, but you're generally going to make it to the end if you have the chainsaw. Yeah, you have Very a few chance. exceptions. You have a fighting chance. Yeah. Really, really actually ups your chance. Number one, kind of going in the same direction as you, Danny, but I upped it just a little bit. I'm going with the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. I know how to count. To three. How did not go on till four? Five is definitely out. I can throw that bitch. It's a holy hand grenade. Hand grenade's gonna fuck up a lot of things, whether it's holy or not. The holy's just a bonus. Last radius. (laughs) I like it. Uh, (laughs) All right. Top three horror movies of the last decade. Narrow it down. Only the last decade. It was still hard. I have a giant list here. That I was just like, what am I gonna? I tried to. I made a like a list of like fifteen movies, and oh, even that wasn't no, every. So even that wasn't everything I wanted to even bring up. But I'm like, I'm gonna pull from only these because these are what jumped out at me when I was looking through the movies, and I pulled all those. I still couldn't decide. My I don't have any honorable mentions because otherwise I'll be sitting here for one of yours. Might be on mine. This is a tie, and I'm calling them top three, not necessarily for me, but because of how good they are for the genre Mm. in general. 
as a leaping off point for damn near anybody. That's a solid They're point. some of the most perfect, quote unquote, generic, low stakes, like safe horror movies no, that I've seen. Like that and it's Sinister and The Invisible Man. Can't argue with you there. Because Sinister is bad. Genuinely has some good jump scares. And I assume you mean the, the modern two uh, twenty. Yeah, yeah, the new, the new. Invisible oh, is there in the yeah, question? Yeah. Jesus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I'm fucking stoned. <laughs> That's okay. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's my number three. I think they're just as far as the genre in general goes. Like it, That's all it benefits from having those movies. Oh man, yeah. For people to go to, my number two. This was hard. This might be a weird choice for number two, but considering what it's managed to spawn and just how perfectly it was done and with the amount of love it was done, what we do in the shadows. I agree. Ooh. I can't argue with that, man. I love, that movie's great. I'm now mad that that didn't make my list. <laughs> it's gonna. It's on you my... You still have time. You still have time. And number one... <laughs> isn't even a top horror movie of the last decade. It's a top movie of the last decade. It is maybe the top movie of the last decade. Get out. Oh, yeah. Okay, not the movie I thought we were going to have on the same uh, on our list, but yes. I think they're yeah, all great films. Mm-hmm. I like your picks. Yeah, so same thing. Like uh, A lot of good films for the genre in general in the last decade, and uh, the list could be, I don't want to say infinite, but it could be... Pretty damn right. long. It, it literally can't be infinite because no. there's only so movies, so many right. movies released. And in the last we're not decade. really, yeah. And I, I'm not a big fan of like, oh, I'm just gonna put films on here for the film's sake. But a few honorables that I do have to mention is like the Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Baskin is definitely on my list. Raw is on my list. Yeah. One Cut of the Dead is on my list. One Cut of the Dead almost took my What We Do in the Shadows spot. Uh, the Wailing. I feel it has to be on this list. And I did put What We Do in the Shadows as an honorable for the same mm-hmm. reasons. Like, oh, that's so good. But my three top three, I felt for the last decade, are The Witch, Evil Dead, and Hereditary. Those were my top three for the last decade. Hell yeah. I'm going to put What We Do in the Shadows on my honorable mention list. Just simply because it's so fucking brilliant. It's so it, great. It's mm-hmm. such a clever idea. And the show is also fucking incredible it's so yeah hilarious. the fact that it managed to spawn that yeah. I know. like it's a amazing. show that has yet to have a single bad episode yeah the only complaint i have for it is that a character disappeared that i was really interested in and wanted to see more of that's the only complaint i have for mm-hmm. it. i'm happy with everything else and i would not have that if they didn't if they weren't gone so I'm cool with that another honorable mention for me train to busan Mm, that's a good one I've, I've already proclaimed my love for the zombie franchise um, and that one was just such a fucking refreshingly great update and it scared the shit out of me when I watched it yeah another really good South Korean horror film as well my number three The Witch beautiful haunting I know there's a lot of love for it in the room mm-hmm the multiple black Phillips that. that we have. <laughs> <You can say laughs> that. Yeah. All around this. Exactly. Um, uh, my number two, Hereditary. Nice. And then my number, my number one, Get Out. Nice. Yeah. 
I, I went back and I went through my letterbox and just like all the horror movies that I've watched in the last that came out in the last decade, I cannot think of anything better than those three that I've. Seen. Here's the thing I will say about Get Out, and I put it at the very top of my list, and I'll stand by it. But I don't think it's the number one horror movie of the past decade. No, I know you're saying that, but for but it's great Super horror movie. I that think his is, follow-ups are is even more pop horror yeah. movies than that. that. Mm-hmm. But like, but it's so much more than just horror. I would agree with that yeah. too. It's layered for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think that brings us to our very last one. Which horror villain would you want to be, either as an actor or if it all became real and you were forced to be the next iteration, or both? Steven. Oh, um, uh, this was a challenge for me. Um, I took it from the standpoint of uh, actor that I happen to accidentally become this thing, in rea- uh, like the movie becomes reality now, uh, is the framework for why I was taking it. It was very hard to narrow it down. I have basically five in no particular order. Okay. Um, and they're all basically framed around the idea of, like, I would be okay with being these villains. I would be okay with just being these villains for the rest of my existence if this happened. Damien Thorne from The Omen. Okay. Good with being the Antichrist? I don't care with being the Antichrist. If you're going to be a villain, yeah. right? Hey, go bigger. That's a good home. one. That's a good one. I get to be president if I want. Yeah. You get- <laughs> You get to be Sam Neill. Fuck yeah, I get to be Sam Neill. (laughs) Thanks for selling me more on it. The Predator. Mm, That's a good one. I am basically, unfortunately, a big game hunter who just hunts humans, so then I'm less unfortunate with that. I'm okay with this. I would ideally just hunt the rich if I can. Mm -hmm. Less of a hunt, but give them a sporting chance somehow. Yeah. Figure it out. Jason Voorhees. Mm. Okay. I am some sort of weird hell spawn that for the most part, I'm just chilling <laughs> until people fuck with my fucking lake or me. And then I'll just go kill them and then I'll go back to my lake and I'll chill. I'm down to live at a lake. This yeah. sounds good. <laughs> Count Orlock or Dracula? Either or. Either or. Basically, rich Dracula, mm-hmm. vampire guy. Any other. I don't even have to be either of them. I could just be rich vampire Dracula. <laughs> Whatever. I have a cool mansion in Transylvania. Orlock, you have to deal with looking like Orlock, which at best is you'd look like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> which I hear he's hung like a moose, so. Yeah. I'll go with Willem Dafoe Orlock then in that case. Okay. Well, like, <laughs> there you answer. go. Um, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then my number, uh, the, the last one on my list uh, is Hannibal Lecter, because nice. uh, when he's not in prison, He's getting to cook some baller food, and I love to cook. The life mm-hmm. of a life. Seems like a pretty good therapist. Not good, but like he does like a good. He does his job well, but he's not good ethically. Right. I mean, but also maybe I don't know. That's never a reason why his facade slips. It seems like he's <clears throat> doing his job. Yeah, he's doing his job, and he's extremely high priced. So like, like he's probably doing his job well. Yeah, and he's getting paid, and like he lives a. <laughs> Very lavish life. Exactly. And then, like, when he's in prison, like, he's fucking kind of getting taken care of. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, really, people don't fuck with him. Because he's Hannibal. Other than, like, to come ask him questions, which, hey, I get visitors. Yeah. So, yeah, they all seemed pretty comfortable. I like that. Likewise. 
uh, moving into my honorable. Yeah, Danny. Hannibal Lecter, and um, more importantly, probably either or. I, I'd either play the character, or I'd be Matt Mickelson. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> either way. Anthony Hopkins, Matt Mickelson. Yeah, he's he's who, great who, too. Who does him in uh, Manhunter? Brian Cox. Yeah, Brian right. Cox. How fucking ever Brian Cox? <laughs> yeah. No, why not? Right. I also chose. He's a handsome man. No, he's he's great. He's fucking wild. Uh, I chose Baba from Baskin. Oh, okay. Yeah, the character. Yeah, more yeah, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just feels like, man, that'd be a pretty cool villain to play. Interestingly enough, all right. I also chose Damien from the Omen series because, for the same reasons, like you're the Antichrist, you're also the president at mm-hmm. some point. You should, you got stuff going for you. I, I never finished that series. Does he actually get to fight Jesus or something? Because that'd be cool. Ah, uh, I can't remember how far I got into it. I can remember. God, yeah. I hope so. I would send off. I would love it if they just like start one of those movies with him just like murdering Jesus. <laughs> Like, the second coming happens, and he's just there, and he stops it. That'd be a fucking wild, <laughs> wild thing to see. And I'm kind of wanting to make a new Omen movie, if that's happening. <laughs> yeah. awesome. What are you imagining? I like it. Omen <clears throat> Aftermath. These in my top three lists are all characters I'd like to play. Okay. So, no discredit to the actors who played them, but it'll make more sense when I go through the list. Is uh, starting off with a Xenomorph. Okay. From the Alien yeah, franchise. Yeah. Just feels like you can get shit done as a Xenomorph. Um, I also chose Sam from Trick or Treat. Sam's good. Yeah, it's like, I like that character. It would be pretty dope. You encapsulate what Halloween is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also chose Jason Voorhees. Just like you're the old, well, I won't say the ultimate, but you're you're a killing machine. So if yeah. you're going to be a villain and you can, you're supernatural on top of it at some point in the franchise. <laughs> you seem to always come back boat ride. Mm-hmm. right you get sent off to space at some point you know so you kill a fucking whole goddamn spaceship yeah I'm like man mm-hmm. you just go on these really cool adventures all the time it's true <laughs> go to Manhattan <laughs> you know although thinking about it now I wouldn't get a smoke weed that's true I mean you, it's well, small sacrifice you pay as a villain in certain pieces of art you would that's true. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> there needs to be a crossover. <laughs> Although, actually, I don't think... I think he's mostly killing the camp counselors because they're smoking weed when they should be paying attention. So I, I could probably be... I, I'd keep my shit on lock. I could still smoke weed as Jason Voorhees yeah. and i kill everybody. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Like an exception, right? As long as I'm not, like, l- being negligent. Right. Yeah. All right. I didn't. I didn't have any honorable mentions but i did come at this from both ways so i still have six answers so like if i was an actor just like characters i think would be dope to play villains that i think would be dope to play my top three is my bottom one is a tie between jason and michael myers because you basically get free drinks for the rest of your life (laughs) if you play one of those guys you don't have to do much you wander around, yeah, you show up, you wander around looking imposing, swing a fucking That's fake it. knife at some teens, and as long as you have a picture of, like, you in the makeup on set that you can flash at people at the bar, you're getting free drinks the rest of your fucking life, because you were Jason or you were Michael Myers. Yeah, solid point. You'll yeah. always be able to eat out on that story. Number two, just because, like, this one is the actual one where I decided to dig in a little bit. I'm like, all right, if I wanted to put my acting chops to the test... What would I want to be the next of? 
the fucking next creep. But not oh. like the creeper, but like... Yeah, I know you're saying, the character. Mm-hmm. Not, not Victor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's wild, and that's like the perfect juxtaposition of Jafar and horror. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> Like, I can kind of do this already. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe. I like it. And my number one, I'd say, like, if I was a serious actor, I'd want to try to play Candyman. Ooh. Yeah, I thought Ooh. about that, too. That's a good character. Because you it's get to be, it. like, this fucking imposing badass, one of the, like, not OG slashers, but at this point, more yeah. old school, but still kind of a tragic figure, and kind of a hero to your neighborhood. Like an anti-hero type of situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a good And you're an urban legend, so mm-hmm. you live on in, in that as well. But that, like, that's the type of character that'd be great to play because then you're you get to try to do all of those things. Like, that's yeah, that's awesome. Now, if it's all if it all turned real <laughs> and I had to really be something, I had a different three. My bottom, Jaws, be Bruce. Bruce, yeah, yeah. Shark and a shark, and I get to be the big ass fucking shark. Right, and you're. I forget, does he die in that? He dies, but yeah, but like, whatever. He had a good long life. He was 25 foot. Like, yeah. uh, It takes a while to grow that long. And you're kind of inadvertently the bad guy in this film. Yeah, you're not actually the bad guy. You're not malicious. You're just being a fucking shark. You're a shark. (laughs) Yeah. Doing shark shit. Yeah. (laughs) They don't want to get eaten by sharks. Don't go in the fucking water. Right. Yeah, mayor. Exactly. So also, like, the mayor knew there were sharks in this water and didn't shut this down. And then it's still the mayor in the fucking next movie? <laughs> They're a dedicated community, Stephen. Yeah. What can I say? It, that just shows voting our local <laughs> local elections. Yeah. For fuck's sake. I agree, I agree. That was that. Yeah. But I'd be okay being a shark. <laughs> Top of the food chain. Especially you become a big-ass shark. That also, big of a I shark? That's pretty boss. Legitimately, I think you'd be a great shark. <laughs> Thank you. you get to be in the ocean all the time. I think you'd be a really fucking cute shark. Thank you, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you. I like sharks. Just so we're all on the <laughs> same page. <laughs> I don't uh, know if that's good for sharks, but I'd do this. Number two is, like, basically any werewolf. Yeah, that's dope. Especially living in Montana. Like, I don't even have to, like, come up with some special cage to lock myself in like once a month. It's legit. Just like drive out in the fucking woods and go hang out in the fucking woods for a night or three nights, depending on the lore, like whatever. Yeah. Just figure out your kind of a radius of running as a werewolf and then just go drive that far out. Yeah. Not a big fucking deal. Probably one of the best ways to deal with that existence and like enjoy it. Find some way to make sure that when I'm changing, I still have some sort of tracking collar on so my buddies can come pick me up in the morning. Well, let me ask this. Sort of backpack. Yeah. Some pants. Is the transformation contingent on you seeing the moon or just it being a full moon in general? I mean, I don't know. Because I was like, there's a... I would build a bunker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just chill out for a couple of days. I personally would build a bunker just from the standpoint of... I mean, in general. Then I don't have to drive out of fucking town every month. That's a lot of gas. Gas is expensive right now. Mm -hmm. And then two... I'd be hanging out anyway. (laughs) One, I could turn that bunker into fucking pretty cool... Little Mm -hmm. little fucking man cave. or or, uh, Werewolf cave. Basically, fucking hidden fort is what it's going to be. Hell yeah. And then my number one, if it's all real, I got to be it. 
I'm being the new Hell Priest, baby. Dude, fuck yeah. I, I thought about Cenobites too, because it's like, man, you're interdimensional. You're interdimensional. You're changed to the point where, like, all of that shit, like, pleasure and pain are the same. So, right. yeah, in one sense, yeah, it fucking sucks all the time because you're mutilated beyond all belief. At all the right. same time, that's also kind of making you come all the time. All the time. All the time. You're and it's also one of those situations <laughs> where you're not fucking with people unless they come fucking trying to find right. you. Right, right, right. You're just getting to hang out, chill with your Cenobite friends, like torture souls. You no longer have any questions about mm -hmm. infinity or the universe or the afterlife because you're chilling in this alternate dimension with your fucking God, who's just this giant fucking black tetrahedron. Yeah, it's Leviathan. And morality-wise, like, you're just fucking with people who are calling you. Right. Yeah. And if they're, It's not if like they're going seek seeking out. No, no, no. If they've sought out the right things, they, they're summoning you, they're probably pieces of shit. Yeah, they're, they're carrying some baggage, probably. Like, nine times out of ten, they're, they're going to be a piece of shit. That other time, very it's a unlucky. fuck around and find out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are exceptions, but it's typically. So, like, I think I'm good with being the next hell priest. That's pretty dope. Can't argue. I like it. I, I couldn't hang with that, personally. I think it's a good choice, but... Right. And it's just... Some of these were, for me, were just, like, contingent on the fact that it's, like, if I'm specifically in a movie, not, like, you know, if this was real life... <laughs> <laughs> then yeah morality and ethics and things would take I think I'm rounds. too horny I'm just really turn them all off too much it's like no guys I'm too busy <laughs> too much pleasure <laughs> too much pleasure I like it but now this has been this has been fun like once again just talking um, about having different views and different answers and just um, or sometimes the exact same why? answer it just, once again it's, it's like Across all three of us. But it's a fun That's, Venn diagram. I, yeah, I like it. I like it. There are overlaps. But for me, too, it, it reaffirms that art in, in this form of movies, you know, media in general, it's like it's subjective. So it to me, it's, it's like, why would I make an argument over something that somebody has a different opinion on? Because, A, it's like it's their opinion. Who cares? You know, I'm like. I know what I like. I know what they like. But also, cool. fuck you, Internet. My opinions are right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Sorry to me more. <laughs> but that's that's how I feel. It's like, And that's where I know, like, as an adult, that's where it's like I have a lot more fun, I feel like, just being open to the ideas. Like, I don't have to like every film everybody else likes, and they don't have to like everything I like, and I'm, I'm okay with that. But they should. Yeah, it's like, I wish more people would, but <laughs> that's okay, too. It's like some of those films are just, you know, you know they're your babies, and that's okay. Yeah. You share them with those who care. At this point, I'm just mostly interested in, like, t people telling me what they like. That's all I really care about. It's like, mm -hmm. you enjoyed it? Fuck yeah. What did you like? Yeah, and that's, that's the thing, too. Is like, I, it gives me a different appreciation. It's like, yeah, I, I can see why people would like it for those reasons. But, you know, and there's reasons why I don't, and that's okay. And I don't have to sit here and have an argument over it. That's kind of pointless. It doesn't do anything for me. I mean, it's... Sometimes fun. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind being a troll, but... <laughs> I mean, I sometimes like to play devil's advocate. Sometimes. Right. I, sometimes I do that with myself for the same reasons. Like, does this, you know, am I confident enough to feel like this is why I like it? Or is it because of outside influence or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it helps. Yeah, this was awesome. 
Yeah, this Plus, is... Plus, now we also know who we're showing Dead Alive oh, to. Steve, you gotta come on. I'm so that. excited. I'm, I'm in. Just tell me when and where. Here. Yeah, in here. the future. Here, in the future. How far away is that one? Let's I can't remember. Got... Do we have one in between, or is that the next one? So we've got our Halloween episode, which will be next Well, on the, I mean, backs, right. on the lookbacks, do we have oh, one in between no. or not? No, it's, no, no, it's no. the no, next no, one? No, it is the next one. You're right. Oh, shit. Then, yeah, we're it's going to be within, like, a month, bro. Oh, sweet. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. going to be so much fun. Of course, we'll keep you up to date the, the closer we get. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, this was We'll figure out exactly so how we're going to do it, too. And this is fun. This is Listicles once again. Hopefully, you know, for, for people who are looking for suggestions... <laughs> And they're like, oh, well, I like his thought, or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's fun, too, because, A, you might agree with a lot of the things. It might expose you to some films you might have heard of before. And then there might be some people who are just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is horseshit. <laughs> and I'm okay with that, too. Tell us why. Please Give us tell us why. Yeah. That's Give like, us that's your what list. Makes it fun. Yeah. Fuck you. Conjuring is overrated. <laughs> Same with the ring. Fuck you guys. The ring is overrated. Yeah, it's like, I'll argue it. <laughs> But then again, it's like, I'm going to give you your, you know. Your right just looking like down at my notes and like, like, just pulling shit like, and fucking JC's Vampires is the best film of my youth. <laughs> Tell me fucking different. Are you with me? No, and I was like, this is all, this is all fun. I've enjoyed it. I really have. Yes. And we get to get high together. So, no, there's used to hang out. So next time is going to be another weird episode. It's it going to be a very. Different approach. Different approach. I would not be surprised if we only got maybe like it's it's gonna be yeah. like twenty minute long episode, guys. I'm gonna warn you now. Right. It'll We're not gonna like sit there. Yeah. It's a mini sode. We're gonna record while handing out candy with our buddy Alex, friend yeah. of the show Alex. And we're just gonna see what kind of talk we get from that, like experiencing people's costumes. Our recording day falls on Halloween this year, so we're just going to take advantage of that and actually record some Halloween. Yeah, why not? What's more Halloween than that? <laughs> Only better suggestion I have is uh, also do some trick-or-treating on top of it. Yourselves. Get out there. Make probably, it up. Probably go up and down drinking. the block. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like that. Yeah, we kids. might have to do that. <laughs> but for this time, I'm Tyler. I'm Danny. Oh, and I'm Steven. Fried squirms. Out. out. Hi everybody, Tyler here. If you like the podcast, please hit subscribe however you're listening to us right now. Also, if you could rate and review us however you're listening to us, or preferably over on Apple Podcasts, that'd be super cool as the entire world is ran on algorithms and we want to be all up in them. Uh, we highly appreciate it whenever you tell all your friends about us. If you have any suggestions, comments, questions, want us to put eyes on your current independent horror project, you can always contact us, squirmcast at gmail.com, or you can contact us through our website, www.friedsquirms.com. Uh, scroll through our entire back catalog there, or click the links up at the top as we are part of the Earverm Podcast Network, uh, and would love it if you went and checked out some of our sister shows. Uh, the easiest way to keep track of things across the entire network is to go over to that website. That's earverm.com, E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Uh, you can search for us across all the social medias. If you type in Fried Squirms, we should be what pops up. I'm not going to give you all those ats. So with all of that in mind, we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, peace. <laughs>